Welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the second and fourth Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic. Well, hello everybody. This is Mary Brotherton. I am here today with Rita Milios. How are you, Rita? I'm great, Mary. Thanks. Good to hear you. You know, it don't... Oh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad to have you here because you don't always know when you speak to someone that you meet uh, that they know how to manifest. And when I found out that you do, I thought, I got to have you on my show because a lot of people get confused about what manifesting really is. Now, I'd love to hear from you what you think it means. Well, um, I just... Um, kind of organically um, put out an intention and um, ask for what it is that I'm looking for and, and know that um, from the from the past history because of my background and, and how I uh, do things that um, it will probably work its way out and sometimes I just use kind of a a very casual kind of, you know, hey, guys, um, I need this, I need that and so, and just, you know, know that I've sent my request out. And um, there are factors that, that make it effective or not effective, which I, you know, think we can get into in a minute. But um, yes. that's the basic basic idea that I use. It's just very simple. And I know you use affirmations and I kind of use affirmations, but I don't do a formal affirmation process like you do. Right, right. See, when when I think in terms of manifesting, I think of the law of attraction. And I learned about this from, uh, I got an audio book one time, probably 25 years ago. And it was uh, something about feeling good and feeling Great or something. I forget what it was called, but it was, um, it had to do with Abraham Hicks. Yes. Any, yes. Anybody who knows who Abraham Hicks is knows that it's a, um, a spirit entity that uh, I think more than one people probably channel um, Abraham. Um, mm-hmm. Let me look. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, th- but the thing is, Esther Hicks is an inspirational speaker. 
And she was the one who started this movement. And if anybody has read the book or seen the movie called The Secret, that's what it's based on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's based on the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically means it it states that you must um, believe that the universe is going to give you anything you ask for. And anybody who's familiar with the Bible has heard, ask and it shall be given to you. Knock and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. And I can tell you, my mother was a very biblical-based person, and she always believed that God answered prayers for her. And I know Mm -hmm. there are some people that don't want to um, discuss God. They they think, you know, God's hokey-pokey. A lot of people get confused with the difference between spirituality and religion. And what I'm talking about does not require an organized religion. It just requires that you believe, number one, that whatever you ask for, it's yours. Number two, that you deserve whatever you want in this world. Now, I am and I'm not necessarily talking about I want to be a millionaire because that's all well and good. But sometimes the universe doesn't give us things the way we expect it to. Are you, are, have you thought right. of it? I mean, just like today, the reason that we're doing Manifest Monday on Friday is because Jennifer and I, and Jennifer, anyone who doesn't know yet, Jennifer is one of the co-founders of BeUnique.org. And every time she would create a film, I'd say, this is an award winner. This one's got to win some awards. It's She's got a very uh, creative streak to her. She's a real good filmmaker. And yes, she is. we have, um, you know, we would say this one should win an award. This one has got potential. And when we started submitting these films, we started submitting them to festivals around the world that were not They were free. And then we talked to the board and we had a little money come in. So we said, well, we've got a little money extra. Let's start paying for some of these film festivals that we're submitting to. Because, you know, it's kind of like um, you got to put a little skin in the game, let people know you're serious. So we did. And every time we would, you know, Jennifer would say, okay, I submitted another one. I submitted another one. We would say this is going to win awards. And one of the ways that we did this, we created a statement that said, thank you, Gus, which is my term for God, universe, spirit, source. I can add to it and call it creator, uh, divine power, divine creation. There's all kinds of things. But I just stopped with Gus. Thank you, Gus, for the award Be Unique Film earns. And I do it in that present tense, positive language. I'm not talking about what we're going to earn, what we might earn, what we could earn. I state it as if it's a fact. And I always put my 
gratitude in there. You have to be grateful for what you've got or you'll never get anything else. True. So I have a few things that um, I think about, um, you know, the law of attraction stuff. Um, of course, I've, I've looked at that and read that. And as a matter of fact, one of the, um, one of the creators of that whole thing, um, I was in one of the uh, speakers associations groups with, and uh, the thing that I see that is kind of flopped over, flopped over um, a little bit too quickly and doesn't really put enough emphasis on is the idea that um, not only do you have to have your intent and you make your statement in all of the proper ways, like you said, positive tense, um, positive language, giving thanks, etc. cetera, um, but they mention it in the book, but it's not really um, focused on. But I think it's the most important piece is that you have to have a higher vibration of your own energy when you are sending out your request. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, yeah, so if you don't do that, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, you're not getting to the right vibrational level where that kind of energy lives and and is able to send your request out. Um, so having your own energies raised to a certain level is something that's really important. And I think I've had a lot of people over the years, uh, you know, I've done this work, as you know, for about 40 years. And um, a lot of people who say, well, you know, I tried these things and it didn't work for me. And well, it's because their energy is not where it needs to be. So intent is, you know, the start of it, it kind of sets the template and the rudder of the boat would point you in the right direction, but then you have to get your energy high enough. And one of the big um, pieces of getting that energy high enough is we talked about this the other day when we had a little conversation, uh, and you mentioned it just in that word that you said, deserve it. Um, mm-hmm. there, is, there is always with every one of us um, a subconscious opposition to our conscious intent. And unless we recognize that and deal with um, the opposing pull that that has on us that negates, you know, how much we affirm and, and, and um, say our affirmations and, and wish and, and visualize, et cetera, et cetera, uh, that if you have that opposing energy and you don't truly in your own deepest subconscious mind, if you don't truly believe that you deserve it, uh, you're going to undermine your efforts altogether. Absolutely. So, I mean, um, I can, I can sit know. here all day long and say, I am organized. But if I don't pick up my feet and start decluttering, I'll never get organized. And that's because there's yeah. something inside me holding me back. You have to have some, some belief, but you also have to put action on your words. But I, I could say... Um, and I, I think this is something a lot of people get into. I I am deserving. I am enough. I I deserve the life I want. Then we throw in the if only or the but when or maybe. And, and a lot of times, and this is where I have my issues with some organized religion, we tend to have been taught that it's selfish to exactly. want this for ourselves. And 
that's why a lot of caregivers get caught up in a trap because we believe that it's selfish to take care of ourselves. But it's, you know, it's perfectly fine to spend 24 seven taking care of someone else. But Mm -hmm. what happens when, Oh, I don't remember her name. Um, There was a famous person who wrote a book. Her mother had Alzheimer's and she wrote a book called take your own oxygen first. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're on an airplane, the first one of the first things they tell you before the plane takes off is if these oxygen masks fall down, put it on you before you try to put it on anyone else. And the reason is if you're taking care of yourself, if you can get that mask on you, then you can in turn help someone who's having difficulty. But if you're struggling with someone who can't get the mask on for whatever reason. It's like help, like saving a drowning person. They don't mean to, but they're going to take you down with them sometimes. I interviewed Della Reese one time, and she was fabulous. Um, She made this analogy. She said, you know, if you want to wallow in the mud, that's your business. I can't stop you from doing that. I can walk along the mud hole and hold my hand out, or I can say, I'm here if you want a hand up, but I will not get down in that mud with you. And it's along that same principle. You take care of you before you try to take care of someone else. Yesterday on the um, Just Ask Mary show, someone asked me a question about how do I, how do I manage this really tough family situation that I'm in? And my response was, well, the first thing you need to do is start taking care of yourself. She said, how did you know that I'm sick? I said, I didn't know that you're sick. I just know that it's, it's common for people who are more worried about what their family thinks and what their family's going to do or say and trying to manage other people. Those are the people that should be taking care of themselves and aren't. Exactly. And- and she told me, yeah, she was very ill. She had contracted an illness that could be life-threatening. But um, here she is. She's concerned about taking care of her her brother with special needs and trying to make things happen that aren't happening the way she wants them to. So, of course, my first thought was you need to take care of you because if you die, there will be nobody left to take care of him. Exactly, exactly. That's why it's not selfish and it's not, um, you know, like an unloving, uncaring thing to do. It's actually just plain common sense because if if you run yourself down till you are empty, then you have nothing left to give. And and so, you, you know, you kind of need to make sure that you have yourself available in order to do something for someone else. And that's the whole metaphor about the... Uh, air, you know, the airplane, yeah. you know. Um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, a mother would be, you know, tending to want to put it on her baby first. But what's the baby going to do when you pass out? Nothing. So you've got to take care of yourself first. It, 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 it is interesting. And, um, you know, like there's a lot of, um, a lot of um, effect and um, 
benefit <laughs> from um, you know cultural and and uh, religious and and all kinds of um, family dynamics, etc. That built quite well to get people to do what you want, <laughs> and so. Um, we're always so afraid of feeling guilty that we sometimes overdo and um, do for others and put them first. And then, like you said, then, then you have, you know, you haven't taken care of yourself and look like what happened to your friend you were talking to. Um, she got depleted and then she wasn't there for herself or her special needs mm-hmm. you know, brother. So, and and it's just, it's a matter of thinking about, how that happens that you can get out of that trap of feeling, well, it's not Christian, it's not loving, it's not, you know, I want to be, I want to be, um, you know, a a person who's thought well of. And mostly we want to think well of ourselves. <laughs> you know, we think we want other people to think well of us, and we do, but really we want to think that they think well of us because we don't know what they're thinking. Uh, but it's called self-esteem, not other-esteem. And our mind really cares about us, and um, we need to we need to take care of that peace. Because if you don't have um, that value of yourself, then you're not going to feel like you deserve when you manifest, you know, or try to manifest, or when you ask for help from a higher source. Um, you know, that's kind of like. Um, you know, putting yourself out there and saying, well, you know, I really would like this, but, you know, I'm not so sure I deserve it. And we always have, um, as human beings, we have this doubt about ourselves. It's just innately ingrained in every human being. So, you know, we shouldn't worry about it too much. But the point is that in order to feel like you have the right to have and deserve help from the higher spiritual realms, which I call like the self with the large S, the capital S, which, you know, your soul self, yes. your higher self, guides and angels, whatever. Uh, your little self has to be able to say, I deserve that. I allow that. And um, just knowing that your little self by itself are accurate and that you can't do whatever you need. But when you align with and turn your radio dial into that lane of spiritual energy where you are connected up with your spiritual self, then you have that extra energy and that availability to um, get what you do need. And um, it's all about, again, raising your vibrations and having, and having the um, alignment of that energy. And another thing with that, um, when you align with that energy and you start to work in, in that realm and you start to do those things, you know, as we move along and we raise our vibrations by growing and transforming and, and elevating our spiritual selves, uh, there does come responsibility with that. And, um, you know, kind of liken it to there's no free lunch. Uh, there's no free lunch in the universe either. There is something expected back of you. Like you said, um, thanks, you know, are appreciated. But also... Um, if you align yourself with the energy in the um, direction of where the spirit wants it to go, you're much more likely to get your manifestation um, created for you than if you're just selfishly manifesting for yourself. So 
you know, you can say, well, you know, I want my red Maserati and I want my big house and this and that manifest, manifest, manifest. But if that's all just for yourself, then, you know, it's probably less likely to happen than if you're manifesting something. Well, what can I do to be of service and help when I get these things? Well, I'm going to take my house and I'm going to open it up to X number of people and we're going to have workshops and we're going to do things and we're going to help people. And I'm going to take my red Maserati and I'm going to drive around and pick up people who can't, you know, get here because mm-hmm, they don't mm-hmm. have a car exactly. and they can drive. You're much more likely to to be able to manifest because the universe has its own intention, its own manifestation energy. And when you tap into that, naturally you're going to have a lot more power than when you just, you know, manifest your own little ego energy out there. So, you know, these things are the key, real important core elements of manifestation that sometimes are just kind of like not really, they're, they're mentioned, but they're not given the weight and the um, the credibility and, and you know, they're, they're not talked about as much as they should be because, um, you know, we're always into, um, you know, give me a technique, give me, you know, give me a little tool, you know, let, let me have some way to do something, affirmations or, you know, a little visualization or whatever. Uh, but you can do that all day, all night long. Uh, but if you don't have the proper connection and your energy high enough, you're kind of wasting your time. And um, and it's you know it's it's not it's not about um, what can I get that I want. It's about how can I how can I serve to get what I need to be to be of service. Right. And yeah. If you have the right attitude and the right um, intention with what you're doing then you can pretty much manifest anything like i said all i do these days because i do i do stay in that that mode of you know wanting to be of service wanting to be helpful with it and um i just put the thought out that's what i call it i put the thought out okay i need this i need that and just throw it out there pretty much and um that's kind of all that needs to be done these days but again i've been doing this for a long time so you know when you start out you know you have to work up a little bit to get yourself to that level of that energy and um, that kind of thing. And maybe this is a place to put a little plug in, Mary, for my podcast. <laughs> because, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that, that's part of what my podcasts are about, is walking the path with Rita Milios. And um, I outline the transformation process, which is the process of transforming your mind and transforming your yourself from the little self to, you know, the higher self, as we all are trying to do, um, and through the steps and the stages of how that works. And um, I, I try to start with the basics of, you know, what it's all about and then go into um, deeper material in a structured way so that it follows the path of what the person would be evolving into and makes sense. And I, I do talk about in one of the podcasts, on the four or five, I don't remember which number it is. But anyway, it's about energy and raising vibrations because that that piece is such a core, important thing. And um, a lot of people really don't get educated about that. But but it's really, um, really going to make or break <laughs> the whole manifestation process. 
I, I, I agree 100%. And back to Abraham Hicks, one of the first things that they talk about is um, your emotions. And mm-hmm. anybody who has a clue about vibrations knows that the emotions of peace and love, generosity, kindness, those are higher vibrations than envy or jealousy and um, I find that the more I lean toward the higher vibrations, the more good things come into my life. And, uh, right. you know, when, when we started um, Be Unique, uh, it was supposed to just be a digital magazine online. It wasn't going to cost mm-hmm. anything more than to, you know, just to, to host it. Now we have... Be Unique Productions. This radio show has 12 different shows. Six, of, no, I think seven are archived. They're not creating new content. But Walking the Path is released once a month, and it's, it's a really good, roughly an hour of information from Rita that talks about increasing your spirituality, embracing your spirituality, and walking the spiritual path. Um, typically, we release it on the last Friday of every month, and I'm not putting any pressure on you at all, Rita. But if I don't get it before this, but if I don't get your show before um, well, by Saturday, by tomorrow, I'll have to hold it till I get back from my trip um, because I, I won't have access to upload it before then. Um, and but we've got we've got all these get you know we've got the manifest Monday show we've got and I'm finding it was supposed to be just a lark. Tony Taylor, who hosts Unscripted, which is our flagship, we didn't intend to be doing a podcast. We were invited to be podcast guests on Yvonne Mason's Off the Chain show, and then after mm-hmm. she invited us a couple of times, she said, "Why don't you do your own show?" I'm like, how do I do that? She said, I'll show you, I'll, I'll coach you, I'll teach you everything you need to know. And she did. Well, that was and nice. she hosted it on her, on her website <laughs> or her blog talk for a while. And then after, I don't know, six or eight months, we decided it was time for us to have our own. And we researched it and we, I kept thinking, well, Yvonne probably doesn't know what she's talking about. Blog talk radio may not be the best place, but it's really great because it carries the message to 44 different platforms. And it, it's really heard all around the world, 93 different countries. And um, it started with Unscripted. Tony started to host that show for me uh, October of last year because I had a conflict of interest. I couldn't figure out which of two things to do, if I was going to do the podcast or if I was going to go do something else. And Tony said, well, I'll, I'll step in for you. So he started out just filling in for me once every now and then. Next thing I know, I'm filling in for him. He's running the mm-hmm. show. And so one day he asked me, he said, Mary, why don't we do this show called Just Ask Mary? He said, you always seem to have the greatest answers for any question that comes up. And I said, I'll do it on two conditions. I think that's how many I gave him. It has to be during the day. I don't want to do it at night. I want to 
have work-life balance and, and not be interrupting my husband and cat time, you know. And right. I, mean, I do work for BU so many hours that I'm trying to establish uh, a better routine. It has to be during the, the work t- hours, and it can only be 15 minutes. I'm not going to do a show that's any longer than 15 minutes. I just don't have time for that. And so we started doing the show, and we've gotten requests to take it to prime time and and to expand it. And I'm like, oh, Tony, I said I wouldn't do it. He said, well, you did it on your terms. Now let's try my terms, see how it works. But we have people that, you know, they're either on another coast or another time zone and you know, the two o'clock in the afternoon just doesn't work for them because we're wanting to get more live callers like Tony, who's hanging on the line. And before this show's over, I do want to open the line back up and see if she has an actual uh, a specific question about manifesting. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, we want people to call in and ask their questions. Now, the Just Ask Mary show typically has been about relationships. And I keep reminding Tony and everybody else, I'm not Ann Landers. I'm not Steve Harvey. Don't don't bring me your relationship questions. <laughs> but they turn out to be such amazing questions that I enjoy answering them. And um, like I said, the, yesterday the show was about a very dysfunctional family, and it involves special needs children, uh, you know, siblings, and then the fact that the one woman is herself very ill. And mm-hmm. so when she said, what should I do? And my first answer was, well, I think you need to divorce your brother. Not not the one with the special needs, but the other one. I said, I think you really need to separate yourself. I said, and, I, and I gave her some other ideas. I said, if the word divorce is too harsh for you, think in terms of um, severance or disunity but you know you've got disunity already just divorce yourself from him and stop letting him influence your life and i know that there are couples that are that have been married and they get divorced and they still influence each other's lives but i explained to her how you can divorce yourself from a sibling and i gave her some ideas for um no actually tony gave her the idea to call uh legal aid and get them involved and her brother with special needs has a guardian so I asked her well why don't you call your guardian and explain your concerns to the guardian so by the time we finished the show turned out to be very informative but it lasted way more than an hour oh wow and yeah um, but it was she had she gave a lot of background before she asked her question and Mm -hmm. It was helpful, having that background. And that's one of the things, a lot of people have emailed questions in to Tony. And that's great. But then there are sometimes I want to say, well, have you tried this? Have you thought about that? Or what's the, I mean, oh, that's one of the funnest shows that we had uh, was about somebody asking about an open relationship. And I mm-hmm. said, did you know that my husband had an open relationship? And Tony was like, uh, no. I said, we do. I said, we're very open to discussing, discussions. We're open to new adventures together. We're open to 
changing our plans at the last minute. I said, the only thing we're not open to is having another person in our marriage. <laughs> and, you know, it, it made him stop and think. There are different ways to be open. And that right. was what I, I wish the caller had actually called. I mean, the, the emailer had called in because I could have asked her. But my, my response was, um, just ask your partner why. Why do you want to know? You know, why do you want an open relationship? But that's not about manifesting. That's something t- entirely different. Uh, my point was that, you know, in 2018, we started thinking in terms of what, how, can, how can we be of service? And that's how this, these things came about, the films, the podcast, and now we've got two magazines we're working on. So um, manifesting, and I also find, Rita, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I manifest one thing, another thing reveals itself, or sometimes when I manifest something that I don't get, I realize I'm manifesting for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah, to simply I say, I want a red Maserati, why? What are you going to, how is that going to be useful? Exactly. That That's the piece that you need to um, make sure that you're aligned with a higher purpose because you can, you can ask for anything uh, as long as it's going to be used for the highest good of yourself and other people, not just yourself. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't ask for things just for yourself, but it's more likely to be honored as a request if I like the way you said that. Other people. Yeah. You know, it, it just, the universe just likes to, you know, it likes to, um, I call it divine orchestration, likes to move us around like little chess pieces and make things happen. And it really likes to do multiple things at once, like, you know, the little spider web of this one and that one and the other one and that, you know, vent and circumstance and all things intertwined together, not just a one-off of, you know, do this for you, do that for you. There's many, many things um you know, interacted with that. And, um, you know, I, and, I find the way that my service has um, evolved is that um, I am kind of pressured into the next um, task or the next assignment. I call them assignments, the next assignment that the universe gives me because someone needs something and um, comes to me and you know, has a, has an issue or a need. And I, you know, and then I feel like I, you know, I need to respond. And then a lot of times that snowballs into, like you said, something else that you never had any, you know, any idea for. Most of the time I don't say, oh, well, you know what? I think I'm going to become a Reiki master. I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to think it's always kind of through the back door. something. Yeah. Look look at our relationship. When you went right. to Spirit Fest in 2018, I think it was 20, might have been 2019, you went there, not, you didn't walk in that door and say, I'm going to become a podcaster on some nonprofit radio show. You didn't say, exactly. I'm going to volunteer my time and write articles for, for this publication because you didn't know about us but when you met us and and you probably had been manifesting a way to get your lessons that you've been presented with out into the world on a larger scale 
Exactly. That that has been my intention, just kind of in the back of my mind. Yeah. And, And the universe provides for us in the most amazing, astounding ways. Exactly. And all we have to do is be open to receive. Right. And I I find that um, inner guidance and intuition are always going to be the things that that move you where you need to be. It's like if I have an urge to go someplace or do something and it keeps coming back at me, I call it the nagging, you know, like you need to go to this event, you need to go there, you need to go there. I always know that even if I don't feel like it, if I think, oh, that's not really something I want to do, you know, I'm tired today, whatever. But if I keep getting nagged about it, I know that that's something that the universe wants me to hook up somehow with someone, something or some, you know, idea and that it is trying to orchestrate something. So I go ahead and do it. And it always works out uh, and, and that's that's kind of the back and forth sort of collaborative circular energy that you get going um, when you you know when you have your your intentions in the proper place aligned with the universal energy you can ask for things you can manifest things but then also you get requests and assignments um, you know uh, I'd like yeah. you to do this for me I'd like you to do that for me and if you are willing and and you're never asked to do anything that you're not able to do um but you just have to be willing and i know that if i'm asked to do something um given a little assignment or whatever that i have everything i need to do it so um, it's just a matter of choice you know you can always say no but i don't feel like um it's very um it's you know i would never say no <laughs> let's just put it that way because you know um who, who's asking, you know, how can you say no to that? But exactly. um, it, really, it really has a, a reciprocal energy that gets set up. And, and I call it living a charmed life because once you get to a point where you can put out your intentions, you can throw out a thought and say, I need this, I need that, and it just comes to you. <clears throat> and then you um, listen and 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 you pay attention when when you get you know your intuitions and we all learn our own little intuition cues and one of them for me is when I keep getting nagged about something keeps coming back into my mind I know that that's you know the universe trying to get my attention so I tend to be more uh, conscious and um, following through with that and um, that has a very um, a very positive back and forth way of working and life becomes easy. You know, it's like you learn your lessons and you move forward in a much more direct and easy way uh, without Mm -hmm. having hit up beside the head with, with a lesson or with an insight or an idea, you get it in a much more positive and, um, fun and and easier way when when you have this reciprocal, you know, uh, way of working with the universe. And so that's, you know, that's just one of the little um, side perks of uh, transforming yourself. It's mostly, you know, to to benefit yourself and your evolution. But, um, you know, it it just has a little side perk of your manifestations um, become quite a bit easier. Haven't you found haven't you found as you have gotten better and better and and more natural with your manifesting that maybe 40 years ago you started saying, I want a little red Maserati. 
Now you no longer want it because the universe is giving you so many things that are much better than that Maserati. Right, your, right. Your dreams change as you change. Exactly. And and the most important things are not, you know, things that you can own or, you know, have or whatever. Um, it, it's, you know, it's your, you know, your... Um, your connection with the universe and and the value that you offer to the world. It's just really, really, um, it's just so positive and so, um, so heartwarming and it feels great, you know, to, to know that um, you can contribute something. And that's the reason again, for, you know, you doing your radio show, me doing the podcast, all these different things that we're doing uh, is that um, it's going to, do some good and help and serve, and it's just a very positive thing to know that that you can can be and have been um, a contributor that makes a difference in people's lives, a positive yeah. difference in people's lives. Rita, we're down to about three minutes. I want to open uh, the mic up for Tony and see if Tony has any questions for us. Hey, Tony. Tony, are you there? Hello. Well, I guess no questions. Um, and that. Hello. Okay. Maybe she can't make it work somehow. Yeah. Um, it's okay. But yeah, um, I, I wanted to give her a chance to respond if she had any questions. And I know that Tony has called us before for various, yeah. So she can call again another day if she wants to. Okay, that's great. That's great. Well, I have really enjoyed um, chatting with you. Oh, I have enjoyed having you here, really. This was good. Um, And and you helped me see manifesting a little different. I like the idea that it's part of the life path and part of... um, you know, there, there's an energy exchange between us and the universe. You, exactly. You want that little red Maserati? Well, guess what? I want you to take dinner in that little red Maserati to the old man down the street. Yes. And, it, and it's a positive intent. And, you know, you mentioned the uh, levels of energy. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the book Power Versus Force. No, I do not think so. I, I can't think of the guy's name, but but he's um, some kind of a scientist somewhere. But it um, he uses the muscle testing to um, sort of um, catalog a degree of energy, and the lowest energy being shame, guilt, um, um, grief, you know. Those uh, resentment, anger, those kind of things. And then the highest vibrations, like you said, being joy, love, peace, you know, those kind of things. So it's very interesting to look at that continuum and see where do you spend most of, where's your home base? Where's your, you know, your home base line? Where do you spend most of your energy? And if you can keep your vibrations in in um, an ongoing sort of home base mode, above a certain level, you're going to naturally just evolve and continue going. But if you let yourself be dragged down into the lower emotions, you know, the anger, the 
you know, the resentment. And, and grief is a hard one because we can't help but have that emotion if we lost someone. But, um, you know, it really doesn't help you to connect with your loved one and try to um, get a message from them or, or connect with their energy when you're in that low vibration. So like these people, when they're trying to make that connection with their loved one, what they have to do is to get out of that low vibration into some of the Absolutely, higher vibration. Absolutely, because what, you know, yeah. once you've crossed over, you don't want to come back into that negativity. And, and the vibration is so different and so far apart that they cannot actually dial themselves down that far. You know, it's like the picture of God with the finger and, and the man, you know, there's yeah, a certain amount of gap that, that can be covered, but the gap can't be too big because, it's, you know, they can't come down but so far. And you've got to come up to meet them as well. So, um, you know, the whole idea of raising your vibrations and having, um, you know, that be something that you strive for, it, it's really... It's really a thing, like, like, you know, E equals MC squared. Energy is matter, and emotions are energy, and they do something. They are real, tangible things, and we need to give them the respect that um, it's not just a random, you know, feeling that goes through and, and never comes, you know, around again or never makes any repercussions. Every thought, every feeling that we have is an energy that goes on and on and on and on forever. And we need to take more responsibility for um, how we hold our, our self, our, you know, our body uh, in what state of energy because that makes a lot of difference about um, what kind of life we have and how, you know, how much we can manifest and how we can be of service. Uh, it, it really makes a difference. It's not just not just talk, it's not just etheric, you know, sort of, um, you know, some sort of metaphor. It's a real tangible thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Rita, so. we may have to have you come back another time and talk more. This has well, been I fun. Yeah. I'd love to, Mary. You know my number. <laughs> I do indeed. And I, I will uh, reach out to you. I'll have to check my calendar when I come back from Miami. I, I'm still oh, kind you of. You have a wonderful time, you and Jennifer. And I, I just Thank really you. have a feeling that um, you're going to come back with some award or two. Or, or I, so. I am sure and, we are. Uh, I know that we're going to be interviewing one of the um, founders of the film festival. So that's kind of cool, too. And sometimes when we manifest something like this, I mean, I, I thought, okay, well, we, we've manifested Daisy. She's, you know, that film's won six awards. And I thought, okay, well, we've manifested what we said, at least one, you know, our films are going to be award winners, but now we've got four films in the same film festival. Who takes time to submit four films? And, you know, they, I, I'm just blown away that it was possible for us, you know, it's a, it's a three-hour drive, but we'll, Jennifer and I always brainstorm and we talk and we, we learn a lot while we're doing these road trips. And it, it's just pretty amazing. And when I sit back and go, oh, yeah, I manifested that. It, it's very humbling, but it's also empowering to realize that we have that ability. And exactly. Exactly. As you, and the cool you thing know, is that everybody does too. 
They just yeah. have to learn the, the, what I call the rules and the tools of using mm-hmm. their inner mind and learn the techniques and learn the strategies and be willing to, um, to put some time and effort into it and be willing to have the right attitude. So, um, you know, you, you, and and it's nothing, you know, there's nothing that is a downside to it. It only has an upside. So yes, if anybody wants to possibly do for yourself, if anybody doesn't know what the rules of manifesting are, they're simple, but you can always email manifest Monday show at gmail.com and I can send you a copy but, I mean, basically, you just ask in the present tense in positive language. And you have to be careful not to disguise your positive language as, or your negative language as positive. You know, you can't right. say, I, I want a red Maserati, but it can't be blue. Because the universe goes red, blue, what, are they, what do they want? You know? Right. I, um, I tend to say... Um, avoid all of the, the negative words, not, don't, et cetera, et cetera, because the subconscious mind mm-hmm. doesn't latch on to those words. No, it's not. It could very easily inadvertently be, um, you know, intending um, what you don't want because it's dropped the not this and instead of that or don't that. You know, So only use, like you said before, positive uh, tense and positive language. Don't use the word but, what if, if only, whenever. Yeah. Those those things, don't, you've got to you know, be very not specific. You know. Exactly. And I always say, you know, um, you know, sometimes you even read like a, a, a prayer or an affirmation that says, you know, um, make sure that this doesn't happen or whatever. And, and, I, and I always changed it in my mind to only thus and so instead of not this, not that. Only thus and so, only what you want. And, and when you say only, only the light, only the love, only that of the God source, only that which is for the highest good, you are eliminating and saying not anything uh, else, but you're not using that word. And sometimes only, if, you don't, yeah, if you don't know what to manifest, you can say, thank you, God, universe, spirit, source, guides, angels, whatever, for providing what is for my best good or for the greater good. Right. And I like to, I like to add a little, and so it is at the end, kind of like my, my amen. Yes, that's that's great. And then there's another little trick that um, I forget who does it, but um, for, you know, it's like, like you said, for the highest good of all now. So yeah. So it's not like you said, not in the future, not always coming and and never getting there, but now. That's a good and, one and to you add cannot, to. You can you cannot expect the red Maserati to be sitting in your driveway the minute after you uh, make your statement, because the universe does expect something in return, and sometimes that something in return is you need to be off your butt working to get the money. To buy them at Red Maserati, and exactly. You, exactly, you'll be amazed I, at how. Yeah, I find that when I say I need money, sometimes I just throw that out there. Hey, universe, I need money right now. You know, the stock market's down, everything's down, everything costs more. It's like, okay, guess what? I need some more money, and then all of a sudden, you know, I don't win the lottery. As a matter of fact, I don't even play the lottery. 
but I get clients, I get work, <laughs> and that's fine with me. I'm happy to do that, you know, and that's just the way it works for me. And Be Unique is very similar. We are constantly messing and we're selling ads or getting grants. It's just amazing how it all falls into place. I put a post out not long ago, and I just said, it's that time again, folks. Be Unique needs to have raise more money so we can print the next issue. And I think the minute I hit send or post or whatever, somebody gave us $25 within oh, minutes. Within minutes of me finishing that post. So you just have to be prepared for the, the world to fall at your feet. Yes, and, I, and again, if you are um, if you are a um, a little soldier of the light doing your part, um, you will much more likely find things falling at your feet. So, yeah, you you and Jennifer are some of the hardest working, most um, creative and talented people that I know, and you have done an amazing array of wonderful things um, that serve so many people and, and you deserve everything that you get. Um, thank you, Rita. And, you know, thank them. you for seeing that three or four years ago and saying, I want to be a part of this. Anybody who wants to be a part of a world-changing organization should check out BeUnique.org. There's a lot of things you can do. And Rita, you do some of my favorite things, you know, podcasts, and you write. And I know you're going to be with us when we get manifest sorted out. We're going to be having a meeting about that to manifest a little bit more and get everything figured out and go from there. After we get back yeah. from uh, our trip, we're going to have that meeting. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm I'm really enjoying being uh, connected with you guys and um it's brought a lot of um, positive energy into my life. Yay. Welcome to my bubble. And on that <laughs> note, I'm going to say, I'm going to say goodbye because it's, we're over the, the deadline. And after a few, we can go over the time limit, but the show um, will cut us off if I go too far over. Okay. So well, thank I, you, Rita. Thank you, Tony, for joining us. And uh, Rita, we'll have you back on later on. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest lesson. The second and fourth Mondays, I am live, and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform. And check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your Manifest journey, or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through BeUnique.org or email me at ManifestMondayShow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.